Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Kenny Rongo. Ken is a children's and youth worker at Grace Point Church. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. In our podcast, the whole of this month of August, we have been focusing on missions, that is telling others about Jesus. Yes, that's what we've been thinking about, sharing the good news of Jesus with others, with our friends, with our family members, and even with our colleagues. Now, today being the last Monday of this month, I'd like to share my own personal testimony. I want to share of how I became a Christian, and I'll finish by saying what I really like about being a Christian. So stick with me as you hear of what the Lord has been doing in my life. I know when we hear about testimony, for most of us, we think of a big dramatic thing that happened that we ought to share or tell. You see, something like Paul's dramatic conversion on his way to Damascus. Of course, there are some of us who have become Christians in such a way, in such a big and dramatic way, but I'm not one of them. My story is simple. Since a very young age, as much as I could remember, my parents took me to church. What I remember was both of them being actively involved in the life of the church and thus wanting and desiring that us, that is myself and three of my brothers, would grow up in church and would be committed to Jesus. So I went to Sunday school from a very young age and grew up attending every Sunday morning and missing only a few Sundays. When I was in class five, I remember going to church one Saturday morning and our Sunday school teacher preached. In fact, I can't remember exactly the passage she taught us from, but I do remember her explaining to us that Jesus died for our sins. She told us that if we believe in Jesus, that if we believe he died for us and for our sins, then we could be saved. What she did next was she asked us who wants to believe in Jesus. Two of us lifted up our hearts and our Sunday school teacher who has now transitioned and has gone to be with the Lord prayed for us. What I remember was that she encouraged us to give a testimony during the main church service and share with the whole church what had happened in Sunday school. So during the adult service, or if you like the main service, the two of us, with the help of our Sunday school teacher, went front and publicly for the first time announced to the church that we had believed that Jesus died for us and we had gotten born again. What I remember was the jubilation and many brothers and sisters in the Lord coming forward to the front to greet this 11-year-old boy together with a friend of mine as they welcomed us to the community of born-again Christians. They encouraged us and they told us that we had made the right decision to believe in Jesus and to follow him. And you see, these brethren didn't stop there, no. That same week, they organized a midweek gathering at our home, what many of us would know as a home fellowship meeting or what we call growth group meetings, to come and pray for me, a young boy, and to encourage me to keep following Jesus. 
Now, the church kept on encouraging me to start for Jesus. Of course, with age, I would be get disinterested, especially when I got to teenage years. But the Lord kept me starting firm in the faith. At times, I'll be supported and even encouraged to attend youth camps and conferences where meeting other young born-again Christians would get encouraged to keep going and to start firm in the faith. I finished primary school and then joined high school. And in high school, I joined Christian Union and I was actively involved. But it was until in high school where my faith got really tested. For a long time, I was mocked because of my faith by my fellow classmates and friends. Many would make fun of me, of me being a Christian and being a born-again Christian. And even at times, some teachers who didn't like see you joined in with the mockery. But the Lord kept me and other brothers in studying farm to the head. At times, in high school, I'd be tempted to look back or even to join in in peer pressure and do what our friends and classmates were doing. That is chasing after girls and even cheating in exams to get good grades. And at times, I'd give in to peer pressure. But you see, as the prodigal son would come to his senses and decided to go back to his forgiving father, the Lord granted me to come to my senses. And he kept me through all this. The Lord helped me to go through all that peer pressure. And I finished my secondary school studies still as a professing Christian. Once I joined university, my faith really grew. With active involvement in Christian Union and especially in the evangelistic team where we got to do in-reach and outreach missions. During that time, I grew to love the Lord. And my love for him kept growing. On finishing university, the Lord continued to help me grow as a follower of Jesus and brought to me a passion to want to make him known. I remember serving in a church as an intern, Olivia Reich as an apprentice, and it was a good time for me to keep growing in my gospel convictions and in my love for the Lord. Since then, I've kept growing in my faith and in my understanding of the good news of Jesus. Even today, I'm keeping growing in loving the Lord, in following him, and in living the life that pleases him. My biggest joy now is to know that nothing in the past or nothing in the present or anything to come in the future will ever, and I mean ever, separate me from Jesus. That today gives me a lot of joy. Of course, this doesn't mean everything has been sorted. I still keep missing the mark and sinning against the Lord from time to time. Yes, I do that which I ought not to do. And I also find myself not doing what I ought to do. At times I sin against the Lord in my thoughts or in my words and in my actions. But the good thing is the Lord keeps me a Christian. My assurance in him and of the future that he holds for me keeps me going, even as I desire daily to grow and become like Jesus. Just the other day, I was thinking, where will I be in a hundred years' time? And I smiled in confidence that my future is secure. My future in Jesus is secure. 
in a hundred years' time, I won't be in the grave, but I'll be with Jesus. And that, my dear friend, gives me confidence to keep going as a Christian. This exactly is what makes me keep going as a believer of Jesus, knowing so well that I have peace with God, that I'm no longer an enemy, I'm no longer separated from him, that in Jesus I'm safe and secure. One verse, and do I say my favorite verse, that even in old age or even in my deathbed, when my memory will be fading, I would rather remember this verse will be 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. Let me read it. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. The Bible says, For our sake, God made him to be seen who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. For our sake, God made Jesus, who knew no sin, to become sin, so that in him we might be made right with God. This is the story of my life. This is my testimony that Jesus died for me. He became sin who knew no sin, so that in him I might be made right with God. What a joy, what a story of an enemy becoming a friend, of a slave becoming a son, of a sinner becoming a saint. So, my friend, thank you for listening. And here is something to think about today. A Bible verse to pour down as you go on with life today, that for your sake, God made Jesus to be seen who knew no sin, so that in him you might become the righteousness of God. May the Lord bless you, and please do have a good day, even as you continue making Christ known, and even as you continue following him today as a disciple of Jesus. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Grace Point Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website, gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again tomorrow for a new episode. Goodbye.